Hi, everyone. It's Ali Corman Kentreep here with a look at the stock market for Wednesday, December 27th, where we saw mild gains across the board as this Santa Claus rally week continues, Ken. Yes, indeed. That uh, S&P 500 getting very close to an all-time high as uh, we get ready to close the books on uh, 2023. I uh, have three stocks to look at, uh, as usual, uh, ahead of Q4 delivery data next week. Let's take a look at Tesla, TSLA. Also want to take a look at uh, or revisit Vertex uh, Pharmaceuticals ahead of the uh, start of the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference in San Francisco in early January. And then Birkenstock, uh, recent uh, IPO that's uh, flirting uh, with new highs here. Okay, well, we'll get into those three stocks momentarily, but first let's analyze the major indexes. So the NASDAQ today up a little less than one, uh, sorry, a little less than two tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 up uh, about the same, about 0.14%. We'll get real exact here today. And the Dow up three tenths of a percent. The Russell 2000 also up a little less than two tenths of a percent today. So just edging higher here, Ken, and the NASDAQ still holding above 15,000. And you mentioned that key level for the S&P 500 as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the market is just kind of trudging, uh, trudging higher here. Uh, the Obviously, the Santa Claus uh, rally is in uh, full effect. It really started with, uh, you know, follow through days for the NASDAQ composite and S&P 500 back in early November. Uh, now everyone is uh, kind of wondering when the market uh, pullback is going to be because we're overbought by a lot of uh, indicators and then uh, our growth screens. Uh, certainly we're looking at a lot of uh, extended stocks that are, you know, well past uh, proper buy areas, but uh, we're also looking at stocks that are holding gains and, and trading bullishly after breakouts. So uh, overall, the market uh, still looks good and we'll have to see when the calendar turns what uh, what january uh what january brings for us exactly and we could take a look at a weekly chart here as well now working on our eighth week up in a row and we can also take a look at the s p 500 to show just how close we are to that high from early 2022 just a couple more points and we'll be there on the s p yeah, definitely. And uh, listen, stocks have a reason uh, for going up. We had a, a pretty dovish uh, Fed meeting earlier in the month. Uh, the Fed uh, signaled some uh, rate cuts uh, next year. So when you have uh, lower interest rates, that's gonna that's gonna help uh, you know corporate profits. Uh, money is uh, is less uh, expensive. Uh, so there are you know reasons for the market to, to be going up here. But uh, you know after eight straight weekly gains, you have to wonder uh, you know when is the pullback uh, gonna come and what is it gonna look like? Are we going to just see a, an orderly low volume pullback or uh, will we see uh, distribution days uh, start getting added to the to the count here? So we prefer lower volume uh, declines and, uh, you know, distribution days uh, indicative of institutional selling. And we've only really seen one of those days uh, in recent weeks. So uh, a lot of things uh, to like still about the market, even though it is looking a little overbought at this point. Okay. And let's also take a look at the Russell 2000 getting above that 2000 range the other week and extending its gains as well. But if you're putting this into the context of other areas that have really been outperforming all year long, the Russell 2000 has some catching up to do. 
It does. Uh, it does. And we've, we've talked about this, uh, you know, expanding breadth uh, that we've seen in the market. Obviously, 2023 was the year of the uh, magnificent seven stocks. But uh, towards the end of the year, we started seeing retailers and you know, technology stocks, of course, the home builders, the retailers, uh, you know, uh, steel producers, uh, just a whole bunch of stocks uh, working here. So, um, you know, small caps, uh, you know, kind of picking up uh, some lost ground here and uh, you can see several up weeks in a row here and uh, really moved above uh, the 2000 level with uh, with relative uh, ease here. Mm -hmm. And a quick look at the Dow continuing its winning streak as well and in new high territory. So clearing the prior highs a couple weeks ago and continuing above that level. And we've got to talk about the 10-year treasury yield because we saw a pretty significant decline here today, Ken. Yeah, at one point I saw it down 10 basis points uh, below 3.8%. Uh, so I think that's the lowest level since uh, July, but it's been such a precipitous uh, drop here for the 10-year uh, treasury yield. But, you know, when you've got uh, falling interest rates and, you know, weakness in, in the U.S. Uh, dollar, that's a good recipe for uh, stocks to move uh, higher here. So again, we'll have to, we'll have to see, uh, you know, distribution days have been kept on a really, really tight leash, and uh, we'll continue to monitor. Uh, we haven't seen many of them, uh, but if we do, you know, we do start to see that uh, in in January. I mean, right now, the stock market is is really optimistic about a soft landing for the economy uh, next year. At least for now, it's not worried about a recession, but that's still still a wild card. You know, the market, uh, even though it's confident that uh, we'll avoid a recession uh, uh, next year. Um, you know, the, 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 the economy could slow more than expected. And if that scenario does play it out, I think you'd expect to see some distribution days uh, in the market, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. But uh, that, that hasn't played out yet. And, uh, you know, that uh, big, big drop in bond yields is something a sight to behold, really. It really is. Okay, let's take a look at some individual names of note, starting with Tesla up 1.9% today, continuing to add to its gains above that 250 price level. Yeah, we uh, thought it was an early uh, buy signal uh, today. We put this on the uh, on the leaders list, so it's a, a new member of the leaderboard uh, model portfolio. Uh, we have Q4 delivery data uh, coming out early next week. Uh, market is closed Monday, so I think it'll be coming out uh, uh, Tuesday. Uh, Tesla has said their their goal is to deliver 1.8 million uh, vehicles uh, this year. To to achieve that, they're going to have to have a record uh, quarter of deliveries. I uh, crunched the numbers; looks like about 475,000 uh, vehicles they'll need to deliver in Q4. So we'll see. But the stock is uh, is acting uh, pretty well ahead of the delivery data. We'll see what the numbers look like. Okay. And this is buyable here, added to leaderboard, as you said. It's a little less than 6% above the 21-day line. So do you think traders might use that level as part of their exit strategy? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a perfectly uh, reasonable strategy. I think it was encouraging to see you know Tesla opened uh, pretty pretty strongly and, and managed to close uh, up near its up near its high. Volume uh, volume was light, but uh, higher than the the prior session. So uh, yeah, so it's just uh, looking looking good here. And I think it's the 14th stock now that we have on the leaders list. Great. Now let's head on over to Vertex, the next stock on our list today, holding nice and tight after that big breakout that it saw the other week, holding above 400. And we'll take a look at the weekly chart as well. Ken, I know you're a big fan of this nice tight action here. 
Well, it's uh, it just can it can often presage uh, even higher prices, and when you get just a, the, that huge weekly gain that we saw a couple of weeks ago, uh, their non-opioid uh, painkiller continues to do well in in phase two trials. Still a ways away from uh, approval, but uh, I was reading a report from uh, Leerink recently. They think, you know, if if and when the the non-opioid painkiller is approved, that the drug uh, could hit five billion, a little over five billion in sales by 2030. So. So this is sort of a story uh, like Lilly and Novo Nordisk, where you've got this blockbuster drug. It's the, the, the non-opioid drug is not approved yet at Vertex. But again, trial data has been uh, very positive, uh, more positive trial data a couple of weeks ago that fueled that that big move. And the fact that the stock is holding gains, uh, um, you know, I think the market is is expecting the drug to be approved at, at some point, but still still a ways uh, away. And then again, I mentioned uh, January 8th through 11th, um, the JP Morgan Healthcare Conference in uh, in San Francisco, where we tend to get a lot of headlines out of the biotech yeah. sector. So definitely keeping an eye on uh, biotechs uh, a little a little more here. Mm -hmm. And uh, with this tight action, Vertex is far from alone, right? The other leading stocks are showing this tight action right now, too. Yeah, I think uh, so something we discussed on uh, IBD Live uh, earlier this morning when we were talking about the market, I think that's uh, really the, the one thing the market has going for it is the, not only the expanding leadership, but the number of, uh, the number of uh, you know, stocks that are holding gains really well after, after big moves. I mean, if you're in a market that's under distribution and a stock is making a move like Vertex did, you'll see it reverse uh, sharply the, the, the next week. You see wild uh, trading action. But what we've seen across a variety of industry groups and sectors are, are stocks moving moving bullishly, and they've been really hesitant about giving back those gains. So that's a sign of strength and support and just really the type of action you want to see in the early stages of a new uptrend. Yeah, quite encouraging, at least for the time being. And now let's check on a young gun. It's not a, a new company, but it is a new stock, and that is Birkenstock, B-I-R-K, up more than 2% today after a strong day on Tuesday, adding to those gains. Yeah, so this one, I think, uh, just it needs a little more time. But uh, it, you know, honestly, it was not a great IPO when this uh, stock debuted in uh, October. The uh, the proposed range was between 44 and 49. It priced at 46, and it closed at 40, a little over 40 on its first day of trading. So that led a lot of people to believe that maybe they overpriced uh, the offering. But you can see the stock has. Uh, found its footing no uh, no pun uh, intended and uh, is back up uh, back up near highs here so it's early in a, in a consolidation here so you'd want to see it uh, consolidate a little more uh, below that uh, that recent high and uh, maybe form a short little uh, short little base here but uh, encouraging price action and uh, always a good idea to look at uh, IPOs when you're in a you know kind of a nascent uh, uptrend because uh, some stocks can make their their biggest moves uh, in the early stages of being a public uh, company. So uh, seems to be a pretty interesting growth story with Birkenstock. You've got a big annual earnings estimate for 2024. Um, still haven't heard from the company regarding its fiscal fourth quarter results, but they're based in the UK. So I'd expect uh, we'd probably get some earnings from this uh, company 
uh, soon, but uh, has uh, really turned uh, turned the corner here after, again, an inauspicious debut, but back up near highs, and I think a stock worth watching. Yeah, a good one for the watch list. Thanks so much, Ken. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. That is it for today. And we will see everyone in the morning on IBD Live. And we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live, for all the details on that. We will see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.